Welcome to E to the Power of Three, a podcast of Bridging the Gap, where our mission is to encourage, equip, and empower every woman on her faith journey with Jesus Christ. My name is Kristen, and today we're honored to hear from Julie, Kendra, and Kristen from The Ruth Experience as they have a conversation with our podcast host, McKelty Bloom. In this encouragement episode, they will be discussing kindness, teaching kids kindness, and ways you and your kids can incorporate planned or random acts of kindness throughout the summer. I hope you enjoy this podcast. Welcome, everybody, to another episode of E to the Power of Three. I am McKelty Bloom, and I am joined today with three ladies instead of normally one, which is so exciting. Um, Kendra, Kristen, and Julie, who make up the Ruth experience. And we are so excited to have you guys on here today and talking all things, you know, summer and how to make plans, about kindness, about who you guys are, in case people aren't familiar with who you are. I'm going to be learning today, so I'm really excited. But why don't you guys each introduce yourself? And something we like to do around here is share how you got connected with Bridging the Gap and what your roles are. So I know you guys are all plugged in in a little bit, a variety of ways. So whoever wants to start, take it away. Sure. So I'm Kendra. Um, I um, am a wife and mom and a background. I have a background in social work. Um, I live in the St. Cloud area. And um, I got involved with BTG several years ago. So I was attending conferences um, when they were being held in the cities here. Like, I don't even know how many years ago that was. It was at 15 least 10, plus. 15. Oh, wow. More than that, More I than feel that. like. Um, so I started going to conferences. And then I signed up to go on one of the missions trips mm-hmm. to Panama. And then that's where I really got to know Carol and the rest of the team and just Love them so much. I think I asked her on that trip, like, how can I get involved? How can I (laughs) join with you? Um, We just wanted to, like, get involved so badly. And so we started with the writing team there, and then Carol kind of brought us in on other things. Right now, I'm mostly involved in the Single Moms Retreat, Mm -hmm. um, which I'm super excited about, so passionate about. So, um, But that's kind of how we started. And um, I'm Julie, so I'm the only non-biological sister of the three of us. Um, I live in St. Cloud with my husband and two children. Mm-hmm. Um, I first became, I followed Kendra is what I did. I just mm-hmm. tag along behind Kendra. So, <laughs> And I'll just give us a little bit more background. We were actively looking around and saying, who who's ahead of us? Who could mentor mm-hmm. us? Where, where are the women one step ahead of us? We don't know. Like we're at this place in our life and we want to be women who follow Jesus really, really well. But what does that look like in the next season and who's who's around? And we couldn't find anybody. Mm-hmm. And so we were like crying out in prayer about this. And we were having conversations. And then we, Kendra met Carol mm-hmm. and um, Carol was so welcoming to all of us. And like Kendra said, we started on the writer's team. And then I ended up for many years on the um, sisterhood leadership mm-hmm. team and working in that particular direction. And so we found our tribe of women. I mean, we really did in BTG. I love that. I love that. Well, my name is Kristen, and I'm the third part of this uh, trio. And my husband and I live in Monticello. We have three daughters. So there are lots of... Lots of girls. Lots of Barbies, (laughs) lots of feelings in my house. Um, But I also have been involved with BTG. I actually ran across a photo the other day of the first time I was tagged in a BTG Mm. photo. 
from the website writers team was back in 2013. So it's been a number of years now. Mm -hmm. And I pretty much stayed on that team. I'm an advisor um, for that area. And I've helped uh, put out the annual devotional and Mm -hmm. all kinds of fun things. Um, I also get to do giveaways for some Mm -hmm. of Bridging the Gaps events, which is really fun for me because I love shopping and I love, (laughs) um, especially if it's for other people. And I love... um, you know, packaging things up. So yeah, we've all kind of found different uh, places, different teams on BTG. But um, yeah, we've all really enjoyed it. It's it's a fun organization to be part mm-hmm. of. Right. Well, you guys have all made a big impact into it. Just from me being new, I hear about you all the time. So <laughs> clearly you guys are doing something good. <laughs> but you guys make up the Ruth experience. Now, what is that? Who wants to share a little bit about what that is, where the heart for it started? So years ago, Kendra and I were part of a church launch. And as we were developing relationships with that. We started, Kendra grew up with tea and testimony nights. where, Which I loved, by the way. Where women would awesome. gather yeah. and they would share their stories. And it was mm. over food and over tea or coffee or whatever. Um, and so we, we loved that idea. Mm. And so we started tea and testimony nights, but we updated it just a little bit because that had become sort of an outdated term. And so we called it the Ruth experience, really based on the relationship between Ruth and Naomi in the Bible Mm. and that friendship and that journey. Because if you dig into that story, you know, you see Ruth and Naomi on this journey together and angry and grieving and sad and disappointed and then you start to see hope mm-hmm. and and what you see between these two women is they carried each other so when one was feeling hopeless the other one brought hope yeah. and then you know of course it comes to redemption right Ruth is in the line of Jesus Naomi is redeemed um Boaz is part of the story mm-hmm. and it's just this beautiful imagery of what friendship with God and with another woman Mm. looks like. Mm. And so that's really where it started was these evenings that we would hold and women would share stories and just come together in community. And then we moved that online. Mm -hmm. We wanted to create that in a bigger space. And so really that's the heartbeat behind the Ruth experience and the the meaning behind the somewhat weird name. I mean, (laughs) there's times where we're like, should we change it? Like, we don't know. But it's just such a part of who we are that we ultimately just stay with it because Mm -hmm. that's that friendship we're trying to emulate in a broader way. Yeah. And I've heard you guys mention like mentorship a Mm -hmm. little bit. So that must be really important Mm -hmm. to just all of your hearts Mm -hmm. and... I yeah. think it's essential for women yeah. um, mm-hmm. to have one woman ahead of you, and then you have one woman behind you, yeah. and and we're just moving together through life because we can't, we were never meant to do it by ourselves. No, mm-hmm. yeah, that's great. And then you move that into kind of a writing platform. Mm-hmm. Do you want to share a little bit of some of the works that you guys have done? Because you've done quite a bit, mm-hmm. and a new one coming out. If you want to share that, it'll segue into our conversation. <laughs> Yes, so we have been writing together since 2012, and uh, we came out with a few indie publications first, and then our first um, traditionally published book was the One Year Daily Acts of Kindness Mm -hmm. devotional back in 2017, and then we had 100 Days of Kindness, um, and then the One Year Daily Acts of 
friendship devotional came out last mm-hmm. fall. And then actually just a couple of weeks ago, we had a new one come out um, that is 100 Daily Acts of Kindness for Girls. Friendship. For oh, I'm girls. sorry. Friendship for girls. <laughs> yes. Sorry. Although I feel like kindness and friendship are so intertwined. But yes, that's not the first time I've mistakenly <laughs> said that title. A lot of kindness. All yeah. Yes. True. It, it underpins everything we do, it, really. It does. Yes. Yes. So that's our most recent one. Okay. Great. And I'm, I did not put this as one of the questions, but where did your heart for kindness come from? And we won't dive too much into it, <laughs> but yeah. where did that piece of, because there's a, that's a theme that you guys have throughout everything. Yeah. So why is that so important? Well, I think it, it started actually several years ago when we started writing together, um, we were blogging. And so we were meeting consistently to talk about that. And one fall we were sitting down to to talk about what we were going to blog about. And we were sort of lamenting the fact that we all had young kids at the time about their Christmas lists mm-hmm. um, that they were coming up with in like October. Yes. <laughs> and they had, you know, it was pages just and pages and pages <laughs> on these lists. And we were saying, mm-hmm. okay, something is not right here when our kids just, this is the focus. It's mm-hmm. just all about me and what I want. Mm-hmm. And so we thought, how do we shift this? How do we change this? And it was actually Julie, I believe, who came up with the idea of what if we did um, a day – uh, an act of kindness every day in December leading up to Christmas. And we'll mm-hmm. do it as family, so we'll incorporate it with our kids to get them involved to kind of take the focus off of just ourselves. And what started as something so simple, we have continued to this day. So I think we started that probably that first year in 2012 or 2013. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it completely transformed um, the way that our kids approached um kindness and the way that they approached Christmas in looking for other people. And it completely shaped um, so much more the way we see God and we Mm -hmm. see other people around us. I think it opened for us our hearts towards other people in ways that we had not been open to before. Mm -hmm. Um, It sounds like such a simple thing. And yet these daily acts just made such a huge difference in our lives and our kids' lives. So then at the end of one of those years, you know, we're at like a high because we've been doing it for a month. Kristen goes, what if we did a year of kindness? Mm-hmm. And Julie and I were like, what? <laughs> That's a challenge. Like, you That's a long do time. A year? So we, we did. We created a Google Doc where every day we would put a kind act that we had done for somebody else for an entire year. Mm-hmm. Um, and so as writers, we were writing about that experience as well. And then we we went to a um, we went to a conference and we were talking to a publisher about that and they loved that idea mm-hmm. as a book. Mm-hmm. So we were like, yeah, I mean we've done it. So we can sure we can sure write about it. So that's that's kind of why I think even today kindness underpins everything else we talk about. When mm-hmm. we talk about friendship, you talk about relationships. Um, that idea of kindness is underpinning all of it. Mm-hmm. Well, and it really boils down to loving God and loving others. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and and when you that's the base of it. That's the commandment, mm-hmm. and everything flows from that. Mm-hmm. And so kindness is a part of loving others, mm-hmm. a challenging part of loving others, <laughs> yeah. actually. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. So it sounds like your kids played a huge role in that. So why is it important for kids to be involved in seeing acts of kindness and being a part of that? Because it's easy for adults just to go and do it, you know, pay for someone in the drive through But why is it so important that kids are being a part of that too? Kindness makes our faith tangible. So mm. an abstract, intangible faith that we tell our children about. We tell you our tell excuse me. <laughs> we tell our children about Jesus and about 
what he did mm-hmm. and and all of that is good head knowledge, but kindness is faith in action. And yeah. so then you become the hands and feet of Jesus. And our children, I mean, children are amazing. Mm-hmm. They come up with kindness. My son, we were talking about this being Holy Week, and we were mm-hmm. talking about how we might recognize the significance of this week in a variety of ways. Mm-hmm. And my son was like, maybe we ought to do some donating of money to a local place that feeds kids in a backpack program. Aww. And I, it stopped me because yeah. I thought, um, yes, yeah. we ought to. And <laughs> thank you, yeah. Johnny, for being the one to bring that to light. <laughs> and then there's a little piece of me that's like, why did I not <laughs> ponder that previous to this? So our kids, when you teach them what it looks like, they take it and run with it mm-hmm. in a way that goes far. They are so generous, yeah. way beyond yeah. what adults are. <laughs> and so it actually is somewhat convicting to me mm. what my children come up with yeah. for kindness. I think sometimes, too, because they maybe don't understand the concept of money, mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, especially if they're little. They're like, let's just give away all this stuff. And you're like, yes, what a great heart. Yes. But you're like, oh, my gosh, how are we going to afford to do all of this, sure, too? Sure, sure. But I love it. I, lo- I agree. Their kids just have this generosity because they – don't have all of the clouds that we do mm-hmm. of thinking about things like, oh, our mortgage and our bills. It's like, this person needs help. Why don't we help them? Mm-hmm. Which is huge. I love that you are incorporating kids into that and such a powerful message on just showing them this is the person that Jesus was and how can we be growing kids to be more like that from the beginning. Mm-hmm. That's awesome. So we're coming into the summer months. Summer is so fun. We all love summer, but it's also really hard for a lot of families because now they're like, now my kids are home all the time. What am I going to do with kids? So how can we be doing random acts of kindness in the summer as a family? That's a great question. So several years ago, we actually started um, doing, a, we called it a summer bucket list of kindness mm-hmm. with our kids because we wanted to kind of keep that idea going throughout the year. And just as you said, sometimes in the summer, it's harder because you don't have such a consistent schedule mm-hmm. or there's not school and things like that going on. So what we try to do is sometimes we'll do random things, mm-hmm. but a lot of times we try to plan things out. And, you know, um, one of the things we try to do too with our kids is is to balance the idea of what are we going to spend money on, but there's so much kindness that can be done that's free. Mm-hmm. And so what kinds of things can we come up with that are free that um, we try to look at different areas? So we'll brainstorm what in our community needs to be done, what in our state, maybe even like what around the world, mm-hmm. um, because some of our kids are really passionate about concerns that are happening around the world. Awesome. And so to incorporate that as well. So it, I would sit down and just start brainstorming with your kids um, some ideas around, maybe they'll even have some ideas. We've always, like Julie said, we've been surprised by our kids having ideas of things mm-hmm. that could be done or people that they know, kids that they know that maybe have a need or concern. Um, so we s- would start by doing like a summer bucket list of kindness, start making a list of the mm-hmm. things you want to do. Well, and I think that that is the most sustainable way to approach kindness anyway, is to incorporate acts of kindness in things that you're already doing and places that you're already Mm -hmm. going. So, okay, we're going to go to the park. Let's spend five or 10 minutes picking up trash or, Mm -hmm. you know, things Mm -hmm. like that, that you already have something planned. Well, it's easy enough to do you know, kindness as part of that, or, okay, we're going to run to the grocery store this morning. Let's take a second to round up the straight carts that are mm-hmm. littering the parking lot. Mm-hmm. You know, there are lots of things like that, that you can 
you can do. I'm going to just chime in for one second here and say to the mom who's feeling completely overwhelmed, <laughs> take a deep breath <laughs> and it is going to be okay. Mm-hmm. Like This is imperfect mm-hmm. and kindness is a journey and your kid is going to be the one throwing a fit on the floor of the dressing room <laughs> when they don't want to pick something out for somebody else and mm-hmm. you're going to have to just call it a day and quit for that day yeah, and fail forward mm-hmm. and pick it up the next day because it's going to go sideways and it's going to go wrong and it's going to be miserable at times. <laughs> and you're going to think, <laughs> I'm, this is not what I intended. Yeah. And then it's going to turn around and mm-hmm. you're going to be so surprised the next time you try something. Mm-hmm. So, um, so there's not guilt. There's not shame. This is not overwhelm. This is do the best you can. And we are in it for the long haul. Yeah. And it is going to go sideways sometimes. And then you just have to laugh it off and tell your friend <laughs> yeah. how miserable your yes. kindness journey was that particular yes. day. Yeah. Yeah. I tried to be kind, came home crying. Yes. <laughs> that has happened. That has happened yeah. to all three of us on more than one occasion. And it's okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. I just would add that. Yeah. And there are seasons to life too. You know, there are times where we've done a lot of kindness. Mm-hmm. And then there are other times where we haven't, you know, been. Um, so great about doing a lot. So I would just piggyback off of that. There's never any shame or guilt associated with this. It's all about um, just picking it back up and doing it again. We are in this for the long haul with our kids. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Um, so God, do what you can when you can. And God is the God of second chances. If you oh, yeah. blow it, you just say, Lord, I blew that opportunity I need another one. And mm-hmm. he is so gracious and so merciful. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He'll give us another chance. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. No, that's so good. Yeah. We, um, how this has worked in our home is we actually have a more general summer bucket list. And then we have acts of kindness kind of interspersed with that too. So that's the other thing, the other balance with kids too, right? I mean, you want them to have buy-in. You want them to be excited about what you're doing too. And so something like that um, has been a good way to say, like, let's, you know, drop off a flower for a friend or let's, you know, draw kind messages and chalk on Mm -hmm. people's sidewalks. Mm -hmm. And then let's go have ice cream or, Mm -hmm. you know, let's do something that that they're interested in, too. Um, So we kind of there's a balance there, too. It's not it's not all drudgery, you know, because I think sometimes kids can think that like, oh, we're just doing stuff for other people and it's not fun for us. Well, there's ways to make it fun for everybody. You mm-hmm. know, um, one of my kids' favorite ones in the summer is they um, we get a little cooler and we put in, you know, snacks and waters and pops and stuff like that. And mm-hmm. then they wait for the, we wait for the, we put it outside with a sign for anybody who's coming from UPS or the postal oh, service yeah. that they can take snacks. And my kids will literally that whole day, they will sit like out the window, <laughs> like waiting, you know, and if they see the mail person or, you know, we better have some packages dropped off that day or mm-hmm. they're just, you know, heartbroken. But as soon as they see somebody, they'll like come over to the, you know, screen door and, you know, make sure that they know you can take those. You <laughs> That's know. adorable. They love it, you know, and then they they're in charge of refilling the mm-hmm. the um, cooler and and it's fun and we're not going anywhere and it doesn't cost a lot of money. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's kind of a way to fill the summer day. So, you know, there's a lot of approaches that you can take. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I want to point out to especially for the mom who's sitting here like, I don't have money maybe to financially pay for someone's coffee or a dinner or, you know, that's 
where our mind goes mm-hmm. to right away. But you guys have all mentioned things you can do for free. Mm-hmm. You know, just putting the cards away, the mm-hmm. straight cards, or you just like the snacks in your house, the granola bars. What are other things that people can do that's on your list? Maybe you want to share some things that you've done that could be not financially... What's oh, I don't yeah. know the word I'm thinking of. Yeah, a burden. Motivated. Yeah. I don't know. Right. Right. <laughs> or yeah. the other ter- like just doing it out of the kindness, no money involved. Sure. Mm-hmm. Well, Kristen kind of mentioned one of the things my kids love, especially in this last year. We would write. We were we would walk to the park a lot, but they would we would take chalk and we would write kind messages on mm-hmm. the sidewalks mm-hmm. and specifically in front of certain people's homes too. Especially if they knew the people there, they would stop and they would write really sweet messages and draw pictures and things like that. So that became something that we did on a consistent mm-hmm. basis, mm-hmm. and it's. I mean, it costs nothing to yeah, do. Yeah. So um, that was a really great idea. What are some other like free or? Yeah. Um, I mean, some of the people that you can be kind to are also your neighbors. That's mm-hmm. a really good starting place, mm-hmm. um, especially if it's hard for you to leave home. You have little ones or things like that. Um, so, you know, you can always mow somebody's lawn or wash somebody's car. My kids actually love to wash cars. Um, and so those are things that are free. I mean, it's just, it's your time. Uh, but I love the one, I love the idea of having your kids walk in a parade. Um, a lot of times organizations are looking for people to walk in their parade, their nonprofit, and they need people to hand out candy or flyers. And Mm -hmm. so kids love parades and my kids love to be the person throwing the candy mm-hmm. at other children mm-hmm. and so that's that's a fantastic way to support an organization mm-hmm. and be kind i mean throwing candy to other kids is kind as well mm-hmm. um a couple more are you could pack meals for an organization like mm-hmm. feed my starving children we've done that with our kids mm-hmm. before and it's surprising even my little six-year-old you know we just pushed over a box and she could stand up and she could still dump <laughs> yeah. things into mm-hmm. the you know food packets that are going out so you could do things like that or just volunteering with your kids in general like at a local nursing home I mean I know that's kind of tricky right now but mm-hmm. as things open up yeah. or if you're more outdoors um, that's a great place Mm -hmm. to start Mm too. And depending on who maybe needs it, um, I watched my neighbor's school-aged kids for a year. She just had a gap that she couldn't fill Mm -hmm. and I happened to be home during those hours. Mm -hmm. And so her kids got off the bus and ran down to my house. Um, No money, I mean, Mm -hmm. no money exchanged hands, completely free. It was just time and love. Mm -hmm. That was all that was required for Mm -hmm. that. And then my kids had playmates too. So there was also a win for (laughs) me. It was like, this is okay. I mean, this is not, this is not all self-sacrifice. There is a benefit coming back to Mm -hmm. my family as well. And even something as simple as thank you. Mm -hmm. Um, My kids love to brainstorm who in our community does not get thanked for the job that they do. Mm -hmm. And so even like writing thank yous and, you know, giving them to the garbage man or even like you said, the postal uh, workers or just thinking of people in your community who offer a service and don't get thanked. Mm -hmm. They love to think like, oh, let's try to think of somebody that nobody has ever Mm -hmm. thanked before, you know, things like that. Kendra, would you talk just for a second about your serve and bless and thank um, yeah. thing that you guys do every month? So we, um, several years ago, had started incorporating, beyond just acts of kindness, we would talk about um, monthly, who can we serve, who can we bless, um, thank, yeah, who can we thank, and then what was the fourth one? Now I'm trying to remember. Shoot. 
This, la- this last year has just been a blur. But oh, we yeah. would because we wanted, I wanted, we, my husband and I wanted our kids to think very tangibly about the people who were around them mm-hmm. and the needs that they were seeing. So um, one of my favorite stories that came out of that, we were talking about who could we bless. And my son at the time was in middle school and um, we would have these conversations oftentimes around the dinner table. And, and he said, well, there's this boy in my class. I don't know him, but he was diagnosed with cancer. And mm-hmm. so he has not been at school very much because he's had these cancer treatments. And so I said, instead of stepping in as a parent and saying, okay, well, let's do this, I said to the kids, oh, wow, that would be really great for us to do something. What do you guys Mm -hmm. think we should do? Putting it back onto them. And they brainstormed, you know, if he's not feeling very well, but he can get out of his house, maybe he'd like movie tickets, maybe for him and his family. I said, that's a great idea. So we brought movie tickets or we bought movie tickets and then my son and my um, younger kids wrote the card out for this this boy and his family mm-hmm. and then I also put the um, the responsibility to take this card to the school office because we didn't know this boy and to tell the the secretaries there what we were doing mm-hmm. and would they mind sending this on to him because of course we wouldn't have known his address and they they of course said yes mm-hmm. we will do mm-hmm. that and that um, came out of that whole season of who can we bless, who can we thank, who can we encourage. That was the other one. Who can we encourage? And um, it it was a conversation though that happened with our kids that I don't think would have came up otherwise to know about this young man and his situation. And I think that's the greater thing about kind acts is that when we involve our kids in these conversations, a couple of things happens. First of all, it opens the door for conversations with them, which we all want to be having with our kids. Mm -hmm. And it allows them the opportunity to see the needs around them Mm -hmm. and then to talk about it and then to give them the tools to say, what can we do about this? How can we help? Are we going to fix everything? Of course not. But But if my kids grow up with this understanding that I can do something, Mm. I can't do everything, but I can do something, um, and they were taught that from the time they were young children, they will grow into adults who who will see needs and will think, I can do something, what's my part? And that's the greater purpose Mm -hmm. in all of this for our kids, that we want to raise kids who are kind and conscious Mm -hmm. and who love God and who love people really, really well. So. Because even if you can't do something physically and tangibly, just giving encouragement to someone can make all of the difference. Absolutely. That's huge. Well, one of the things when a national tragedy strikes, be it hurricanes or wildfires Mm -hmm. or mass shootings, um, you know, there's so much fear and anxiety and uh, for adults, but then also for our children. And what we have started doing when something like that happens is we've started saying to them, like this most recent one in Georgia, um, I said to my family, like, what, what might we do? What mm. might we do? <clears throat> and my son was like, well, you know, we have our favorite um, Chinese restaurant that's locally owned. Why don't we buy takeout and mm. just support somebody that we already know in our community? Of course, not tied right to the shooting in no. Georgia in any way, but but just a response yeah, and a heart response for us. And I'm learning that when... I step into 
something, it reduces that anxiety and fear because I'm responding to it in a way that brings light mm. and Jesus. That's good. Even yeah. if even if nobody else knows, we know, but it brings just Jesus into that situation in a way that otherwise I feel like we sit in anxiety and fear. Mm-hmm. And that's not of God. Yeah. Oh, that's good. And I want to keep going on this track of encouragement and in summer, like we mentioned, it can be really stressful for people. It can be overwhelming, especially if you are a single parent or if you just have a partner who is busy, you know, working and you're kind of stuck at home and you can feel really lonely. So what is some encouragement that you might have for that mom who's listening that's like, I would love to do all of these things. I think it's so important, but when when do I have time? And how am I going to keep myself together? My mental health just dips in the summer. That's so common for people. Mm-hmm. You know, what is just some encouragement you guys have for that person listening? Mm-hmm. Well, I would say a couple of things. First of all, that if you're feeling like you're beating yourself up, and I think as moms, a lot of times we do this, that that's not of God, that that would not be the things that he would say to us, um, that he would come alongside and encourage and let us know that we are loved first um, and that, you know, he's given us these children and this season for a reason. Um, but the other thing I would say is that, you know, kindness is is fun to do with just your kids. But it is almost more fun to do with other people. And there is more momentum when you pull even one friend along. And so I would encourage you, find a friend who wants to do a couple of kind acts with you and your kids this summer. Mm -hmm. Find someone who, you know, is like, yeah, I want to join you. And I don't know how, but God just creates like more momentum Mm -hmm. when there's more of us doing it together. And I would say that that encourages us too. So sometimes when I don't feel so much like it and Julia or Kristen will say, yeah, but we could do this. It's like, oh yeah, we could. Like Mm -hmm. it just, it breathes new life into it. And so I would say, you know, we talk about friendship. You're not meant to go alone in life. Mm -hmm. It's the same thing with this. You're not really meant to do it alone. Find Find a team, find someone to partner with you. And don't think you have to do a kind act every day this summer. Yeah. That's overwhelming. Yeah. Do one a week mm-hmm. or one a month. I mean, <laughs> yeah. yeah, one kind act this summer is our goal, ladies. <laughs> yes. Do one nice thing and then see what Jesus does right. with that. This is the thing. He meets you. Mm-hmm. And and we talk about this frequently, but just look where you already are. It, truly, you do not have to go halfway across the world or halfway across the state to be kind. And and maybe God will ask you to do that. He might, mm-hmm. but he might say, you know what? There's this person living next to you who's by herself and is lonely. And it's been a really hard year. Yeah. Maybe she wants handpicked dandelion <laughs> bouquets this summer, yeah. right? I mean, as an older mm-hmm. woman, if my neighbor children brought me a dandelion bouquet, I no longer have toddlers. That would be so adorable <laughs> and endearing to me mm-hmm. and so precious. Yeah. That would be wonderful. So, um, so, so what you can do, do, and give the rest to God. Yeah. That's good. Any final thoughts on that? Okay. Good. Well, as we're kind of wrapping up here, just opening it up in a more broad sense, what are just some family activities that people can do to just get the family together. I think it's really hard to think of things sometimes when you're like, I have like all of these days, over a hundred days where I got to find stuff to do. What has been fun with kindness involved or just in general to give some people ideas of what they can be doing as a family? Mm -hmm. I mean, honestly, even really small things. 
um, that are just slightly different mm -hmm. are fun for kids. Yeah. And so, you know, on our summer bucket list, we do have some day trips and things like that. Mm -hmm. But some of my kids' favorite things are like ice cream for dinner or <laughs> um, we have a day that's backwards day where we do everything backwards, including our meals. Or um, That's such a fun idea. It's, it's great. My mm -hmm. kids love it. And it, I mean, it costs nothing because mm -hmm. you're already home. You're already eating. Um, another one they love is breakfast in bed is really <laughs> thrilling for them. I mean, you might have to wash the sheets afterwards, but otherwise it's pretty low investment. So even just things like that, you know, um, pull the dining room table aside and throw a blanket down and light candles and have dinner that way. Or, you know, eat lunch outside or, you know, make a, make a fort outside and read books. I mean, there's gazillions of things that you can do without ever leaving home that mm -hmm. your kids are going to love just yeah. because they're a little bit different. Yeah. We like to have just, um, barbecues in the backyard during the summer. So it's like a potluck mm. and we invite the neighbors and we'll have, you know, 15 children climbing the trees and <laughs> neighbors and my house is not perfect. Like it's mm -hmm. like, just come as you are. And that messy hospitality, when you give up trying to be perfect and yeah. trying to be in control and trying to put on this mask of I've got it all together. When you invite people into your messy hospitality, it is amazing what kind of conversations and what kind of work God does mm -hmm. even there. So we'll, we'll often just have like a Thursday night, whoever in the neighborhood wants to come over bring whatever you have in your fridge <laughs> and we'll find something to eat mm -hmm. and we'll just visit. And so that's another way our kids love that kind of hospitality. Mm -hmm. And and again, not expensive. You just have to be willing to open up your backyard. Yeah. Mm -hmm. No, that's a great idea. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah, I would say for us too, it's a lot of getting outside and doing things together as a family. I love Kristen's ideas. We have not done the swapping the days around. That's such a fun <laughs> no, idea. I'm like, I'm going to tell my kids that they'll <laughs> like that. that but even like going for walks as families, getting out and riding bikes, playing soccer, whatever it is, we try to get our kids outside. And what's funny about kids is they'll, a lot of times they'll gripe about it to start. And then by the end, it's like they don't want to come in side, you know. So I think don't be put off if your kids grumble a little bit, whether that's these kinds of activities or kind acts, like just kind of push through. And a lot of times you'll see a change in them. Mm. Well, thank you, ladies, so much for coming in. This was really helpful. I feel like I have a ton of ideas, and I have a four-month-old, but <laughs> it's just gearing up for the future. Yes. But this was great and just providing people encouragement. Going into the summer months when summer is fun, people are happy about it, but it can feel really overwhelming. So it gives them a practical thing to do. So thank you. Thank you for all of your involvement in Bridging the Gap things. Um, sister Leadership Retreat, Single Moms Retreat. So if people want to learn more about that, please feel free to look at the website, and you can figure out how to be involved but thank you again thank you thank you for having, for having us yes thank you for joining us for this encouragement episode of e to the power of three we were honored to hear from julie kendra and Kristen from the ruth experience as they had a conversation with mckelty bloom on kindness find kindness and other resources from the ruth experience at theruthexperience.com also follow mnbtg on social media or check out mnbtg.org to stay up to date on more from bridging the gap we look forward to being with you next time on e to the power of three